Welcome to the Evolving Accountant Podcast. We all know that some accountants can be boring, but definitely not this one. Why talk trial balances and P&L when we can get ripped jeans into the boardroom and hear business insights from people who have really walked the talk? Get ready. Here comes an all-new episode with your host, Darren Wingfield. Right, so we've got a little bit of a treat for everyone today. Yesterday was the budget, so we're going to be producing a detailed blog off the back of this, but to get something out a bit quicker, and for those that don't want to read all the detail, I would like to introduce a couple of members of the Harlands team. Hi, I'm Georgie. I'm one of the tax advisors here at Harlands. And I'm Laura. I'm one of the tax assistant at Harlands. And one of our aims is to give our clients peace of mind that their accounting and tax affairs are in order and comply with all of the fun HMRC regulations in the UK. In addition to that, as tax advisors, we're always looking for ways to help our clients to mitigate their tax bills, protect themselves against any tax inquiries and increase their net income. Perfect. So let's go on, obviously, the detail of today's podcast. So yesterday was the budget. There was a lot of information thrown at us very quickly over a short period of time. From what I took away, Rishi broke it down into three main areas. We'll call them support, fix and build. Let's start with the support. What have we got? Can you give us an insight of what has been made available for businesses? Of course. So to start off with, a lot of current schemes have been extended to September. For example, the furlough scheme, which continues at 80%. But similar to what happened last year, last summer, they're going to try and drown this out to September. So starting in July, businesses will have to start contributing 10%. And then August and September, they'll start contributing 20% of the employee costs. Yep. And then we've got the self-employment grant has also been extended to September 2021. And there'll be further two grants available. Grant four for February to April and Grant five for May to September. The good news is there will also be an additional 600,000 people able to access these grants as they will have now filed a 1920 tax return. Also, we've got the business rate holiday, which has been extended to June uh, with support further for the additional nine months for the year. Where required, really, it'll be uh, two thirds support happening there. And then a lot of people were happy to hear that the 5% VAT rate for the hospitality and tourism is being extended to September. That's good news for those of us who will be having a staycation this summer in the UK. It's also reassuring to know that there'll be a phased return as a 20% normal rate. So that from October, there'll be an increase to 12.5%. And then the 20% will be reinstated in April 2022. Perfect. So I think that's just about all the support things covered in a minute there. We knew a lot of that stuff is there. Is there anything new that was mentioned? Yeah. So for companies that have been affected for the best part of the year, it's good to see a restart grant coming in. So for businesses having to open up again, there's going to be help available. Keeping in line with the phased lifting of the lockdown, the first businesses to reopen will mainly be retail, who can access up to £6,000 per premises. Following that, it will be the hospitality sector, gyms and personal care who will be able to claim up to £18,000. So let's go on to C-bills and bounce-back loans. 
they are due to come to an end at the end of this month, what we're going to replace them with? Yeah, the Seabills loans were really successful. And like you say, the deadline's 31st of March for that. So with that in sight, it was good to see a new recovery loan scheme being introduced. And this will be available from April to December 2021. And companies can access anywhere from... £25,000 up to £10 million, with the government guaranteeing 80% of lenders. We don't have all of the information on this just yet, but we will publish more of it as it comes available. Perfect. So just keep an eye on our newsletters and our blogs for that information when it comes. So all in all, the support so far, I would say, has been pretty acceptable. Rishi's done a half-decent job on that one. But there's got to be some bad news. Where's the shit sandwich? Of course, as there always is. With the support and the debt that's been amazed, we all need we need to look at the tax rises. There's going to be something of some form. The good news is they're not touching any personal thresholds. So your personal allowance will increase for the next tax year, with your personal allowance being 12570 The basic rate band will go up to 50270 and the national insurance threshold at 9568 However, they will then be frozen until 2026. So although there'll be no increases in the rates, by freezing them, more people will end up paying tax at a higher rate in the next five years. Yeah, and then we've also got a temporary extension to carry back trading losses for corporation tax and income tax. Therefore, this isn't just for companies, but it's for unincorporated businesses too. At the minute, you can only carry back a loss to the previous 12 months. Um, However, with this new temporary extension, a trade loss of £2 million can be carried back for a period of three years, with the losses being carried back against later years first. This is effective from the 1st of April 2020 to the 31st of March 2022 for corporation tax. And then for unincorporated sole traders and partnerships, it's for tax years 2020-21. And then 21 to 22. Basically, this is to help the business's cash flow. So any losses that may have been made during the pandemic can be carried back to pre-COVID times where they were probably profit making. For example, if you made any profits from April 2018, 2019 or 2020, you can then reclaim a proportion of the tax that you have paid depending on the size of the loss that you have, to access any cash that you may need for your business. I suppose the big news that's come out of the budget is that in April 2023, they will be increasing the corporation tax rate to 25%. Although this sounds like a stinger, it's not going to affect everybody that pays corporation tax. This will mainly this will only affect people who have a taxable profit of over 250000 So small companies with a taxable profit of less than 50000 will remain at the 19% rate. This actually equates to 70% of all actively trading companies in the UK. If you fall between the 50,000 and the 250,000 rates, there is a tapered approach between 19% and the 25%. This basically creates a headache for your accountant, really. A lot for us to work out. They have done similar to this in the past. If you remember pre-April 2015, they used to have marginal relief, which was very similar to what they're doing now. Yeah, so with increased tax rates for companies, how are they going to encourage them to invest and to try and rebuild the economy? Yeah, so to help stimulate businesses and economy growth, there is a new super deduction available to companies. 
by offering a higher rate of relief that's previously been available to companies. The companies themselves are incentivized to invest in plant and machinery. So this is basically a first year of allowance on plant and machinery purchased between April 2021 and March 2023. There are some restrictions, one being that company cars are not included and the fact that it's actually only available to limited companies. But all other capital allowances currently available will remain in place to all businesses. I suppose to summarise, we've got a lot of support extended and new grants being introduced to help the economy reopen. We are aware of the tax regime or part of that they will be bringing in moving forward. However, I think this is probably just a snapshot of what is to come as there are large debts, as Rishi made us aware, to pay off. So watch this space. Definitely something to mention here as well as locally for us in the northeast, we actually got a mention in the budget and it was for being positive for a change. There was a couple of things introduced or going to be introduced, I should say. Can you talk us through them? Yeah, yeah. So firstly, we've got the new Treasury campus, which is going to be based in Darlington. With new jobs being created for the local area, this will hopefully drive further investment from all sectors as well. There's also the new Freeport was mentioned, with eight being announced in the UK. Teesside was one of them, which is great news for the Northeast. Release will be available to businesses located at the port, but also the surrounding area in the form of business rates, national insurance and tax. This encourages external companies to invest into the UK and for distribution of goods and services. By encouraging investment across the country, the government is trying to drive up GVA. This is gross value added, which is a government measure of how companies are contributing to the economy, mainly based on their sector and their region. By driving up GVA means increasing profits and jobs for our northeast economy. Definitely, and obviously great news around the GVA and as big advocates of it ourselves with all of our client base. Anything else in there for the Northeast? Yeah, some of the further key incentives to be aware of are the national living wage. That's for anyone over the age of 23 has been increased to £8.91 from the 1st of April. At the moment, a lot of people are still on furlough, which is based on historic pay. So this means that furlough pay will remain at the current level and the new rate for the national living wage will only come into effect for the hours actually worked, whether it's a return to full-time work or on the flexi scheme. The government are encouraging companies to invest in people by introducing new schemes to employers. There's a kickstart scheme aimed at the 16 to 24-year-olds who are currently on universal credit. Employers of all sizes can apply for funding which covers uh, the cost of working for 25 hours a week. It's the actual wage, but plus the employer's national insurance and pension contributions for up to six months. They have changed one of the requirements, which means you no longer need to employ a minimum of 30 job places. Yeah, and then in addition to that, there's also a £3,000 incentive for all new apprentices and a lifetime skills guaranteed for training. Another boost for the North is the new bank infrastructure for Leeds as well. Cool, yeah. So obviously a lot of changes, a lot of stuff happening. Is there probably anything that you'd be looking to advise our clients at the moment? Yeah, definitely. I think the biggest advice here is to plan what's best for your business right now and into the future. Although everything we've mentioned is available and relevant to a lot of our clients, therefore to establish what is right for your business we would recommend planning in the form of like forecast and tax planning just to keep you ahead of the curve. And definitely linking it into them CT 
avoiding that 25% if we can. Definitely. Yeah. So just want to say thank you for taking your time out today, girls, to have a quick chat with us. And like we say, we'll keep everyone updated with the de- more detail as we get it. Yeah, definitely. And then get in touch if there's anything that we can help with, with regards to the planning and the forecasts for the future. Perfect. Thanks for your time, girls. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Evolving Accountant. You can find out more and get show notes for this and all our other episodes at theevolvingaccountant.co.uk.